When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reals always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Jam Session. It's a Super Bowl hangover. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Amanda, where shall we begin? Bradley Cooper? What was his reaction to the Eagles losing? Do you know? I don't know about that, but we're going to begin with Rihanna. Oh, what okay. are we talking about? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw Bradley Cooper doing like a lot of commercials, I was just like, wow, he's getting, he's making all of his money for the year today. Yes, he did do the voiceover for like the Eagles hype video, yep. which my husband insisted on watching in bed at 1030 on Friday night, just oh to God. give you a sense of how my weekend went. Not good, but I did get to watch Rihanna. What's your overall review? I had a wonderful time. Okay, great. So I'll just set the scene, which is that I, the only thing that I saw of the Super Bowl was Rihanna's performance because I had to take care of my small child while my husband, who is an Eagles fanatic, lost his mind. Mm -hmm. But the, and it basically like wasn't a hospitable space for children. Sure. There were two televisions in one room and a lot of like angry Philadelphians. Okay. And so at halftime, it was safe for the children and the caregivers to like come out and be a part of the experience. So you just got to understand my mindset was like, I went from like being in a room with more than one child and like a lot of blocks to suddenly like Rihanna being back and performing for the first time in years and just doing the hits. 
I was thrilled. I was like, this is all I've ever wanted. Like I, you know, I, I, and I finally understood like the true purpose of the Super Bowl halftime show. Which is what? To give people who don't give a shit about the Super Bowl itself, like a moment of happiness. Okay. And I received a moment of happiness. Okay. In the room, as she was performing, people did begin to speculate about whether she was pregnant. Okay. I was on a group text with my camp friends, Mm -hmm. and they're all like, is she pregnant? Yeah. And I was just like, yes. Okay. I I didn't have the information, but I was just like, yes. And I didn't feel bad about saying yes. Should Should I feel bad that I didn't feel bad? I don't think so. She immediately rubbed and cradled her belly, and she was wearing an outfit that drew your attention to her belly as well. So I was just like, yeah, she's pregnant. Okay, makes sense. Rihanna, do your thing. So I don't think that you're a bad person. I immediately was like, she can't be. No, no. But that wasn't, that was just because- Based on Amanda's timelines? Well, yes, but not like rules. Like that was just like a very primal experiential thing of like, I do know that Rihanna's child is younger than my child. Mm Mm-hmm. And for Rihanna to already, again, be visibly pregnant is, like, just a physical and logistical, like, impossibility. I was just like, I don't know. To to you. To me. Yes. To me. And so I was like, well, she couldn't possibly be because I can't, like, how could you? That's so soon. You know, and everybody's pregnancy is totally different. Everybody's, you know, postpartum is totally different. Everybody's access to childcare is very different. (laughs) And so I say to Rihanna, congratulations. That's great. I mean, it is great. Babies are great. I just, in the moment, I was like, she can't be. Like, that's like, I'm doing the math. You know, I think like, what, three, four, whatever. I think her child is eight or nine months now. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was quite quick but I everyone I, I, there was like all this emphasis on like if you should speculate or not and I was just like yeah she's pregnant like I don't know like it didn't seem like a question to me yeah and I also feel like the sort of like the shaming of people being who like are asking about it I don't know I'm sort of sick of like the don't ask a woman if she's pregnant like I agree like don't call attention to a, a woman's body but what Rihanna was wearing and the way that Rihanna presents herself is so deliberate that I didn't feel that there was much doubt. And I also felt this mystery would be solved very quickly. So I wasn't like, will we ever know if Rihanna's <laughs> pregnant? I mean, Rihanna has not done anything publicly like where she is the sole focus of attention for a sustained 13 right. minutes in a very long time. So the way that she presented herself was beyond intentional. You're completely right. I don't think that you should feel bad. And the fact that Rihanna does everything with intention and with a lot of control, and I say that like really positively, big fan of control, just in my personal life. And 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 there is also a Rihanna. Is there an album or a song that... She has the song from Wakanda Forever. So she's probably going to be performing at the Oscars if they're lucky. Right. No, but there is like a Rihanna song. Like, oh, let oh me control. control. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Control. Anyway, so... You're totally right. Like, she wanted people to know, and she was, like, being very obvious of it. I didn't even get—I was so baffled by it that I didn't (laughs) even—just, like, doing the math and then just, like, thinking about, like, the three months and then just, like, thinking about, like, the child. You know, just, like, a lot of thoughts that I didn't get 
I missed the whole war of like, how dare you comment on a woman's body? And, right. You know, and I, I did find myself like for one instant when someone was like, oh, is she pregnant? Just being like, no, she's just postpartum. Like that's yeah. what it, that's what it looks like. And I think some of it actually comes from like an increased sensitivity sure. to the fact that like bodies are different. And Rihanna has also been like really great about like my body is like my body and looks great at any size or shape, which is factually accurate. So I I sort of understood where it came from. Yeah, I, I understand where it came from comes from too. And I also think the fact that she was so recently pregnant kind of changes the conversation in general about like commenting on a woman's body postpartum. But I almost think that it's like to be just go with me for a second. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna eloquently say this, but I almost think that it sort of like reinforces notions of being like fat phobic to be like, don't comment on her body or ask if she's pregnant. Cause it like almost suggests that like we've noticed something different and that it's not the way that it's supposed to be. So something, so it's like she, if she's not really skinny, then she, she's not, she like, she's gotta be pregnant or whatever. It's almost like the sensitivity, I see what you're saying. It's almost like the sensitivity around it is like fat phobic unto itself. I think we definitely still don't know how to talk about these things at all. I think maybe some people were like trying a little bit bit more to talk about it better, but that that also reveals certain, like, yeah, like held beliefs. And, like, trip wires. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. No, you're completely right. Yeah, and so, like, the other thing is, the thing that I found just the absolute most inspirational was that I thought Rihanna's performance was boring. Like, I was just like, this is, this is, like, I'm thrilled to have her back on TV, and I love Rihanna as a celebrity, but I find this performance boring. But nevertheless, Rihanna just being like, I'm doing me. No one else is coming out. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm doing it. I don't give a shit if anyone else likes it. I'm happy with what I'm doing. That is like incredibly inspirational. And that's what you should be like as a self-made billionaire. So it's awesome. Like she, I feel like Rihanna is just, I mean, it's, it's she was already an icon, but I feel like this performance changed my perception of her as like, or confirms my perception of her as the world's most confident person. And it's pretty amazing. That's a good way of putting it. I didn't think it was boring, but also I did share the context in which I watched it. I will also say I thought that the stage design and the the camera work and everything enhancing it was like very well thought out. Yes, it and, was. And accommodating to the fact that aside of being pregnant, and with all respect to Rihanna, one of the most talented and certainly the most confident person in the world. Not like our number one dancer. No. And never has been. And that's okay. She has other gifts that she has leaned into. But so it, you know, it accommodated that plus pregnancy and plus she was floating in the air, which I thought looked cool. And then I just, I really enjoy the meme of all the people in the suits, you know, running yeah. towards each other. That was really good. I That's the, just what you're looking for. I thought the choreography was good. I just found, I mean, I don't really know what I was expecting. And I don't think a woman's performance has to be great because she's dancing or she's like doing no. a J-Lo or a Shakira. But I guess like Rihanna just has so many amazing songs. And I guess that I, I think I almost would have liked a little bit more of like, musical reinvention or just like some kind of different sort of medley. Like there's a reason why people, reason why people like me like the stupid Grammy medleys is just because like, it's kind of thrilling. It's a little bit different, but I also understand like she hasn't performed in a long time. And so she just like did the hits literally. I will never be mad at someone playing the hits, play the hits. You know what I mean? That's, it's a phrase for a reason. 
And I guess I also just don't like the Grammy medley, so we disagree on that. Sure. You don't like award show chintz, and I do. Yeah. I like songs that I know. You know, I, like, found myself sort of, like, almost starting to dance, and I was like, this is embarrassing. There are, like, a lot of other people in this room, and I'm not 28 anymore or whatever. That's the other thing. It's like, this spans a long period of time now. Yeah. Like, um, Umbrella is, what, 2006? Seven? Something like that. Were we ever so young? Disturbia was 2008, and Umbrella was before that. So, yeah, it was 06 Umbrella is 2007, yeah. So, Wow. A lo- I mean, a long... Thank you, Rihanna. A long time ago. She's got so many good songs. Were you mad that she played All of the Lights? I thought it was an interesting choice. I, on the one hand, I suppose respect her confidence and her, like, choice. She contributed part of what is great about that song. Oh, on the other hand, yeah. I was like, I, you know, I maybe we could have done What's My Name instead of... She didn't mm-hmm. do What's My Name, right? She did work. No. Yeah, sure. Maybe we just could have done two Drake songs without Drake. Sure, sure. I wasn't that mad about it. It is a really good hook. She's really good on it. Sure. I also, like, Run This Town is one of my favorite songs, mm-hmm. like, full stop. Yeah. So I was excited about that. I don't know. Kanye West's fingerprints all are all over modern music of the last 20 You're years. Right. So I don't know. It was definitely, like, an, an IDGAF choice. But again, that was sort of the theme of the performance. I, I liked the choreography a lot. I think I said that already. But like it, it did look cool. I guess I just was sort of like, oh, okay. And, and she's done again? Like, I, I hope she performs <laughs> again, but I doubt it. She's about to have another kid. Did you see the clip of ASAP Rocky dancing and, and filming it? No. It's really cute. That's nice. ASAP Rocky really loves his girl. Well, he, we all? yeah. And he should. It would be alarming if he did not. Of all the content you could get from Rihanna... Like, what would you like the most? Like, what what would you like for her to be doing to give to you? Do you mean, like, album, like, more Fenty, more, yeah. you know, what's the what's the lingerie line? Is that... Savage by Fenty. Savage by Fenty, more makeup. Um, Fenty Beauty. I have some Fenty Beauty with me right now. The, un- like, the under eye uh, brightener. Okay. I will just say for me, I would love, like two hours of Rihanna explaining how she avoided the pitfalls of being a teen star. I was going to say, I would (laughs) like some content of Rihanna just talking to me. In some way, whether it's just like Rihanna back on Twitter for a year, but and like on a good Twitter, not the Twitter we currently live on, but just like good luck booking that stage you speak of is still one of the great things that has happened in my lifetime. She's also, this is kind of outside of your purview, but Mm -hmm. she's a really active Real Housewives social media like commenter and consumer. But I do also feel guilty being like what I most want from Rihanna is for her to tweet for a while. So new music, I guess. I'd like new music too. But uh, is it sacrilegious to say what I want is like one absolute like undeniable banger as opposed to an album. Like I would I would love the feeling of when we found love like came out again. I mean, I just vividly remember walking down like the street blasting that in my <laughs> headphones just being like could life get any better. So I would like to capture that feeling again, which is really like me saying I would like Rihanna to make me young again. Mm. But that's the power of music, Juliet. Yeah, I mean I'm trying to think of what my favorite Rihanna song is. We Found Love is not my favorite song, but it's, like, so essential to joy mm-hmm. and to, like, yes. into like celebration. I don't know. I just love so many of them. I guess, like, I think Run This Town is definitely one of them and L- Love on the Brain. I was a little surprised she didn't do Love the Way You Lie. That's, like, a really huge, huge song, but maybe she didn't want to support Eminem or something, but did want to support Kanye. I, I don't know. 
I also love four or five seconds. And I don't know. She's so great. I think if I can only listen to one Rihanna song for the rest of my life, I, I would probably choose Umbrella. But it's really hard. She's got so many good ones. I wish her the best. And I can't believe she's having another child. I hope she has a daughter. I hope that she has a healthy baby that fits into the family. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever they want. Some more Super Bowl. How do you think Bradley Cooper's uh, coping today? Not well. Really tough. Real sad for him. I noticed that I think his his friend from the previous game came with him, but kept getting cut out of the, the shot. Okay. I think his friend was also wearing the same jacket, but Bradley Cooper had a new outfit. He looked So it was Bradley Cooper's fault that the Eagles lost because he didn't wear the winning jacket. Oh, I, I wasn't even trying to imply that. I just, no. I don't know. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, we can't, we can't rule we, we that can't out. We can't rule it out. <laughs> but... Yeah, he's probably really sad. I wonder what he did last night. Probably went home. Flew did you straight home? I guess so. Did you see his T-Mobile commercial? Yeah, of course. I watched it on YouTube later because that's the kind of life I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I have to tell you, it didn't feel great to just start googling commercials on YouTube at um, like 7:30 last night. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I'm here in Los Angeles, but I'm keeping it East Coast time. Okay. And I was really tired last night just from a lot of factors. So I fell asleep from like the right before the Eagles first half field goal, like at the end of the second quarter through like the first 20 seconds of Rihanna's performance. So I had to rewatch the first 20 seconds this morning on YouTube. Okay. I was just like, wow, this is embarrassing. What did you notice in those first 20 seconds? I was just sort of surprised because when I had woken up suddenly from my inopportune nap, I was like, shit, what did I miss? And I like was certain I'd missed something, but I hadn't. Okay. So it was as as I expected. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S, IAN.com at Lassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13.
John Travolta doing T-Mobile with the Scrubs guys. That was really upsetting. Here's the thing about John Travolta. It's really exciting when he does like an impromptu, like I'm performing at the Oscars, I'm going to sing or I'm doing something impromptu and I'm going to like break out a line from Greece. Mm-hmm. I think his face summed it up best in that commercial, which is like, this is uncomfortable. Like he's probably needs to like give it up. And he looked deeply unhappy in doing that commercial. I, again, I think with, with him more than anyone got to ask, does he need the money? And it was it was not okay. I was deeply uncomfortable myself and also just think it's too soon after <laughs> Olivia Newton-John's passing. Don't don't bring the summer nights to T-Mobile or the Scrubs guys or whatever. No, that's disrespectful. How much do you think Zach Braff and Donald Faison have gotten paid by T-Mobile? They're they've like had a consistent musical commercial for like the with for T-Mobile for like the last 18 months. I think they've done like 3 or 4. I mean, it's like kind of insane. How much do they get for that? I'm guessing five million total. So two and a half each at this point for 18 months. Who do you think is more famous at this point? I don't know. Probably equal. They're probably famous together at this point because yeah. they're scrubs. That's that's how they're getting the money. Oh my god! I think their podcast is like still popular. I didn't know they had a podcast. So. Yeah, they're doing. A I'm not really. In the, I'm not in the scrubs universe. I thought you were say you're not in the podcast space. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Miles Teller and and Kelly Teller. I don't even know what that was a commercial for. It was for Bud Light. Oh, right. Then they just danced with Bud Light. I I thought it was very charming, honestly. How much do you think Kelly Teller got for being in that commercial? I think it was probably a package deal. Okay. And so how much do you think Miles Teller's salary for that got bumped, or fee got bumped up for having his wife in it? I think you would have a better sense of, I mean, what do you think ballpark the fee was? Could someone just leak us a sheet a with all of this info? It's like, a day's this is work. all I want to know. It's one day's work, but you know it's going to be at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think that Miles Teller probably got, I don't know, 300000 for that? Maybe five hundred with his wife involved? I was going to say seven fifty, But you I know think, me. I'm always, I, I just think much. everyone needs to ask for more. But it's on the Super Bowl. And I know. Play that. It's Bud Light. I know. They have the money. Well, they took a real L last year without having their beer being sold in Cutter. So who knows if they're able to shell out as much. But okay. I don't know. I I was like happy for Miles Teller that he's that he has the Bud Light commercial. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I guess I was surprised to see him there. He is an Eagles fan. Yes, so that's, that's also part of it. But he didn't know that bet, when he signed on to yeah, this. I Well, I bet he's also having a tough tough go of it. He's, a, like he's a, an emo- emotional young fellow. Yeah, and also like a, a true diehard totally. Eagles fan. Loves the birds. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I wasn't really aware of all the Eagles like chants and stuff until watching the game yesterday. Like fly, Eagles, fly? Well, I knew about that one, obviously. What but were the other ones? I don't know. I just felt like there was like a, just so much, there were definitely more Eagles people at the game than at the, than Chiefs. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs ownership group looks like they fell out of a movie from like 19 long time ago. <laughs> You at least got to give me a decade. I don't even know. I like. I feel like I'm haunted by the look of the women in the the Hunt family box. 
I don't know. Like, whatever. I hope they have a great... You want, just keep going. What other observations do you have from watching the Super Bowl? Thanks so much for asking. I felt like there could have been more celebrities there. There was like some good ones, but like not that many. Who was there? Once Paul, again, Paul I, McCartney. I, I was, was? I was hoping that he would have come down to pay, play the guitar with Rihanna for four or five seconds. Okay. But do you remember who the third person on that song was? Yeah, of course. I feel like... I feel... It's, it's hard. It's, that one's hard to sure. get past. However, she does that iconic like face and, and um, eye roll. Like, she, like, turns her head and does an eye roll. Mm -hmm. That is one of my favorite gifts. I love that song. And she wears a really cool jacket in the video. He was there. Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. yeah. The clip of Jay-Z being an Instagram dad for Blue Ivy was yeah, very that was cute. cute. Blue yeah. Ivy's real, real cute tween. Yes. Yeah, I can't really think of that many more off the top of my head. But it was good. You know, I like to watch football as, like, a television show. And so I felt that my man Greg Olson really needed the first half to warm up to feel comfortable as the— uh, okay color analyst of the of the Super Bowl, but then he got there. Yes. Do you know whether he needed the first half or just the first quarter? Because <laughs> as previously noted, you were asleep for most of the second quarter, no, as I, I understand it. No, I, I was awake for most of the second quarter. I just missed like the like 10 minutes from like the two-minute warning to okay. the beginning of Rihanna's performance. Okay, so a power nap. Yeah, it was it was an unfortunate power nap. Okay. But then he really came alive in the second half. I'm really worried about him because he's like been the seat filler until Tom Brady comes to Fox. Mm -hmm. And I really like him. And I think he's really earnest and very nice. And I do not want him to go away. And like, I do not want to listen to Tom Brady for the America's game every week. Since I watch football mostly as television, this is like really important to me. Okay. I'll let the executives <laughs> at Fox know. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any other like important notes. You know, Cheryl Lee Ralph was great. I enjoyed her. I thought Chris Stapleton was like not his best work. I think Chris Stapleton is... <laughs> Best best as a feature, not as the main performer. But it was overall good. I don't know. It was I just love that you, you reviewed the national anthem performance is not his best work. Yeah, stick to Tennessee whiskey, man. So. Okay. All right. And yeah, I, I love the Super Bowl. I, I think today is Monday. It should be a day off. In Philadelphia, it was. They had delayed school like three yeah, hours, I, mean, I believe. it should be for all And the of us. art museum, the famous art museum, didn't open until noon the next day. Like, we all had plans yesterday. Like, literally, literally everyone. My plan was being alone in my hotel room, but right. that was still a plan. <laughs> I was busy. <laughs> so, I don't know. On the topic of seat fillers. Well, no, no we, we missed one commercial that uh -huh. is a great segue to the seat filler. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Finally right. happened. Yeah. Ben, ben Affleck working working in quotes, at Dunkin' Donuts with J-Lo in the drive-thru. Mm -hmm. It was good. You want to talk about this? Do you want to do this I have, now? I have one big question. Okay. I, by this, I meant your, your attitude. What's my attitude? You are not enjoying this anymore. No, I'm not. Yeah. But here's my main question. For this commercial, why do they have to go to Massachusetts to film it? They could have... <laughs> do they really need to do that? Is there no drive-thru closer? They, it's like... It's just sort of like really weird, unless they were already going to be in Massachusetts or something. But like, it's very strange. They could have been. The commercial did make use of the Boston accent. I also okay. Once again, that could happen anywhere. There was nothing specific but, to Massachusetts. But it was also then like Boston vibing with Boston. Also, Duncan is like a deeply New England. Yeah. I, I understand it's national now. Yeah. But, you know, it, part of it is like going back okay. to Ben Affleck's roots. Sure. It's still really weird. Okay. They could have done this, like, in Okay, so Arizona. that's your number one note. Yes, I don't know why they had to spend the, the production budget on going to Massachusetts. Maybe it was cheaper in Massachusetts once they got there. Tax cuts or something? Yeah, you don't know. 
I gotta assume there's a drive-thru in Nevada, and I feel like anything goes in Nevada, including tax kickbacks or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I'm not enjoying Benefer. I I just feel racked with nerve nerves for them. Okay. So I think that that is really depressing, and not yeah. I, uh-huh. I, I I really enjoyed the commercial. I thought it was very amusing. The that like after all of the the normal people, the civilians hit the drive through. Then Jennifer Lopez has like a completely different lighting scheme <laughs> for her drive. I mean, she looks wonderful, but it's like even Ben Affleck, star of the commercial, did not get the lights that J Lo got. It's hard, hard to light that drive through window. I was I was almost like, is this CGI'd and she's just like somewhere else and then Maybe. Anyway. Honestly, maybe, because I don't yeah. think there was reports of her being there with him. And the crop is like slightly different. Yeah. So anyway, the lighting that she, they did for the CGI. She probably is like, I'm not willing to go to Massachusetts for Duncan. We right. have it here in California. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was entertained by it and I'm glad that Ben Affleck is getting the sponsorship money that he deserves sure. after all these years. I don't I don't like I'm not like against them. I just I just don't think that uh, this is forever. And I, I guess I'm just, I'm managing my own expectations. You, can I ask you something? Sure. When they got back together via email, yep. were you like, this is it? This is true love forever? I think that like on the topic <laughs> of timelines, I just didn't expect them to get married so quickly. And also yeah. I've been against them getting married since the beginning. Like, I, I agree. I hope that she has a very strong prenup. And it's just like, what is the need? Like, I understand her her response to that is like, I'm a romantic. This is what I always wanted. But like, why get married? Just honestly, like setting yourself up to fail. I just don't get it. I agree with you. Like, I mean, just just from a legal fees perspective alone, yeah. it seems very complicated. And even from like, just having to be like, oh yeah, this, we fucked up. We're no longer married. It's not even a fuck up. Like we've decided to go our separate ways. Right. Why must it be like a legal transaction? I don't know. I'm just worried about it. And I'm worried for the kids. All five of them. Yeah. It sucks. It does suck. And like, as we covered last week, there's definitely trouble in paradise. I know all marriages have rocks or whatever, rocky moments, but I don't know. It seems like harder to get through them when you have a blended family and you've, you have like everyone paying attention to you and you've only been together for under a year. I think that that's all true. I also think that it was going to be tough for the kids as soon as they got together, whether or not they got married. At least Violet gets to go to college soon. Cut her own path in this world. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the seat filler? Sure. I enjoyed this. I would love to. The seat filler from the Grammys weighed in. What'd she say, Amanda? She said that they were cute and that they were having a good time and that Jennifer realized in the moment that he was going to become a meme. And Mm. so she was like, look at this and then you need to, you know, that it was like a joke between them and that the cameras just caught an awkward moment, which I feel good about and believe. I also read a lip-reading report that said that Jennifer Lopez was yelling at Ben Affleck to look motivated, which is the absolute funniest thing that I've ever heard. I'm just going to start. I need that to be publicized so I can just start yelling, look motivated at people, like, wherever I go. That is so funny. (laughs) So who can really say? The lip-readers are on one side. The seat fillers on the other. They're definitely in the middle with a lot of spotlights, and obviously it did not end well the first time that that happened. But I don't know. I'm rooting for them. Oh, I'm rooting for them too. I'm just, I'm just a realist. Okay. Him also not wanting to be a meme is like why he needs to look motivated. You know. <laughs> I know. Like if you're worried about this and you're like, oh Christ, not this again, then. But 
I do. Like I Pull said, it together, Ben. I find it incredibly relatable that you got to go to the Grammys and then suddenly there was a camera three feet from your face as someone is performing. What would you do? We like JLo because she's not relatable. She's greater than all of us. He okay. needs to recognize that and okay. be greater as well. Sure, he's trying to be, but would you be able to be greater at the Grammys as someone you've never heard of? Like, I was trying to make up an example performer that I wouldn't know how to react to, but I literally couldn't think of who performed at the Grammys. <laughs> you know, I I understand. Well, I just think they should have decided that they were going to like stay, not like do events like this together. Okay. But that's not their style. No, they have a lot to promote. I know. And like, and it does seem a little bit like their business ventures aren't are tied together, at least marketing wise, if not financially, right now. Yeah, which is just like trouble. Yeah, it is. I know it's better than being like actual financial investors together, as uh, A Rod and Jennifer Lopez were. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, hopefully that won't come along. Gotta assume she is an investor in their the new production company. Though I guess they are financial investors together in marriage because that's how, how it, it works in the state of California. Right. So. Yeah. And you know she's involved in in giving. I don't remember the name of the new company. It's like the production company or something like that. But him and Matt Damon's new venture, right? Whatever it's called. it's called like the artists production or like the artists so company. It's artists and producing artists, and production. Artist group international. Yeah, the artist way production. Something like yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> do you think that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon do their pages every morning? Their creativity pages? No. Nor do I. Definitely not. Okay. But I'm looking forward to the shoe movie. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> love love Nike shoes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One last note. Eva Mendes. Hello. Did you read this? I just, I almost texted it to you and then I was like, no, I'm just going to put it in the jam session doc so I can make Juliet aware of this. So Ju- Eva Mendes did the New York Magazine strategist Things I Can't Live Without. I, I love love strategists. I do. And I specifically love this column where famous or notable people are just like, here are items that I like. And the deal with these p- articles is usually that the person of note recommends a number of things. And the last thing on their list is the thing that they're like, they're selling. But everything else is, you know, items that they picked. Anyway, it turns out the thing that Eva Mendes is selling is sponges. Literally, she started a sponge company and she talks about how she researched this during the pandemic because she likes to clean and these are great sponges. And I actually, I was reading this piece in order. So I was reading her talk about these sponges and I was like, oh, I should get these sponges. Like these actually sound great. And then I realized that this was the kicker. This was the last thing and what she invested in. And I was like, wow, okay. And I just, I it makes me like her a lot that what she's out here selling are sponges. What's your sponge budget, Amanda? Fifteen dollars for four is a lot, but they <laughs> yeah yeah that's true. Now, <laughs> I think that I had reversed it somehow or something that it was like fifteen sponges for four dollars was be awesome. like what was happening in my head when I looked at it. This does, but you know, she makes them sound really good. Yeah. Because well, the main thing is she she likens regular sponges to bacteria hotels. Yes, yeah. That that's scary. None of us want that. Right. And this is this, I don't know, it seems better. I like I do go through a lot of sponges. So if the sponges were more effective sure. and lasted longer. I hate cleaning. So do I. It like really sucks. I don't love the colors on these sponges, you know? Do you think she's cleaning a lot? I do, actually. I believe it. What are they up to? He's making a lot of movies. Oh, he's gonna be in Barbie. I can't wait. Yeah. And he's doing he did that terrible Netflix movie and he did something else recently that I'm just blanking on. 
So he's he's working. And she was also doing like a clothing thing for mm. a while and occasionally posting on Instagram. Okay. Cool. That's that's what I got. All right. A couple weeks ago, this Formula One driver, Lando Norris, did one, and it like was just the most Formula One thing possible. Can I just give you a, a quick yeah, recap of what he picked? Yeah. It's Lando Norris. Did I say that? I'm brain dead. A pair of track pants for $465, a beanie for $395. Okay. Tom Ford perfume, fine. Capri Sun, 10 pouches, $4 each. Okay. Spotify, $10 a month. Okay. <laughs> Golf balls. What kind? Tailor made. I'm sure that I'm sure I'm he's sure sponsored. sponsored. Absolutely. A Leica digital camera, six thousand dollars. Great. Trident, sugar-free gum, and then his item was a Toomey backpack for five hundred dollars. Like okay. these are all outrageously priced items that you could get for much, much cheaper. Except for Spotify, great deal. You all should get that <laughs> if you don't have it already. Oh man, great stuff. Formula One's coming back soon. My favorite celebrity event of the year, aka the whole sport. Right. Yeah. Great stuff. All right, Amanda. This is great. Thank you to our producer, Jade Whaley. We'll be back in two weeks. No show next week. Yeah. So get through without us. I don't know what you'll do. Perhaps listen to a different (laughs) podcast or just watch some YouTube videos or listen to this one twice. It was pretty good. Have a great two weeks, everybody. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.